Hey, everybody, and welcome to the American Citizens Podcast. My name is Gray. I'm with Josh, and if you're wondering where the heck we have been, I moved. Josh is moving. Is not that right? Yes, that is right. It's it's, it's a been, wonderful adventure for all of us. It, it really is, because my wife has to do the lion's share of the packing because I'm not allowed to, like, lift heavy objects. Um and and she's enlisted a team of packers, but it's gonna be uh uh yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm curious how we're gonna get moved. Like I, I'm reasonably sure that we're just gonna just donate a whole bunch of crap. Like I, I can't see myself caring about most of my stuff. Yeah, there are worse things in life to do. But uh, I'm I'm moved. We're, we're getting the finishing touches on all the nonsense that surrounds that done within the next week or so. So I'll be back on normal schedule just in time for him to move. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's the life of the podcast. But we are taking time today to bring you a Chelsea preview and a review of the Black Death that has fallen upon Manchester City in the last week. Um, so let's. Let's before we even get to the game. Let's 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 go injury by injury here, and boy, do I just love saying that. But let's let's start with the Benjamin Mendy injury, which another one of those things. I always warn people. I have seen plenty of people with catastrophic knee injuries walk off the field like it's nothing because adrenaline is a powerful thing, and so here we have. The official timeline is laid out by Pep Guardiola himself this morning, this afternoon, I suppose, for the UK listening audience, is a seven-month injury that will have him back in April, which strikes me as possibly optimistic. I think it would just be a win if he participates in the World Cup. But either way, City are not going to have him for a while. So, I know that we haven't mentioned the Aguero injury, but to me, this is a much bigger deal than the Aguero injury as far as long-term effects, team depth, everything that goes into it. Yeah, Mendy was a big part of what City did getting forward. He was a, um, he's such a big dude, you know? He's just, he's just physically imposing and, and he's quick. And I say this, when he came over, I was worried about this. He'd already had a cruciate ligament injury once before in his life. It was likely a sprain because you don't he was out for he was out for a decent chunk of I time, think it was but about not two months, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I wanna say it's about sixty days that he was out, sixty, seventy days, but not anywhere near the time that a ruptured ACL puts you out, you know, like that's, that's a season ending injury for the most part, though, depending on who does the surgery, I'm, I'm starting to see a lot of people come back earlier and earlier from that injury. They We're either getting them to Pep's guys in Barcelona. Yeah. And, and that gives me hope that that there may be a quicker turnaround on Mendy and maybe maybe he'll be able to play in the World Cup but that'll really be up to him and that'll be up to to you know well he was getting wheeled into his surgery by Hesse today so that, that will also be up to Didier Deschamps who just took Kingsley Coleman ahead of Anthony Martial for the France squad so. which is I don't get anyway. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, yeah, like I said, I would call it a win for him if if he can participate in the World Cup. I, I don't think it's ever, like, just a ticking time bomb for an ACL or a cruciate ligament injury. I was... You look at his injury record, he had that, and then last season it was mostly a bunch of, like, these little niggling muscle injuries. It was a week here and two weeks there. But, but I think it's because he puts – if you look at the size of him, mm-hmm. I don't think his body – like, there's a point where you have to you have to trim some of the size off of you to be as explosive and dynamic as Mindy wants to be. These are a lot of the problems that company had in Aguero was was having these sorts of injuries that put him out for a time. And it's all centered around his legs. Everything is centered around his legs. And, and, and I realized that in soccer, that's, you know, where the, where the injuries are going to take place. But with him, it's never like a broken foot or, you know, a, a fractured hand or a fractured nose or something like that. They're all leg injuries. And that, to me, to me just says, I think he's got a bit too much size on his body, which is what makes his game work. It's So I, I don't know how you balance it's, that. It's you look at, I mean, I think he could be effective if he dropped a bit still. Um, but you, you look at these players are more fit, more well-trained than ever, and mm-hmm. yet we have more muscle injuries than ever. We do. It is over. Also, if I can just hijack this for a very brief moment. Please. We're talking about these guys like Company and like Aguero and like Mendy, who are basic, just human mountains. And can we discuss what an utter miracle it is that Yaya Torre never had any sort of serious, serious injury? When you consider... I know he's not quite the same. I don't body know. Type, no, he is. But, but I don't understand how. I, mean, he I know he had it. like the only thing I can remember is that he had that hamstring issue toward the end of the thirteen fourteen season, and he came back from that really quickly. Like, yeah, he did. Like two weeks. Yeah, I he, don't know. Uh, how he's there. He's yeah. Tori's a man mountain. Dude, he is. He's a miracle of of medical science and human creation. He is. He really is. And you know what? You know what gave me hope today? Seeing Yaya out there busting it, you know? Uh Like, that that gave me hope today, dude. Like not like last year with Yaya and that he seems to have been exiled, but there's no outward appearance or that he or his agent have done anything this time. So, I don't know. No, it's, you know what, dude? I am convinced that Pep Guardiola has talked with Yaya about how to maximize him. And you don't always need to play Yaya. Like, look look at how effective Yaya was, and he missed so much of the season. Like, Man City are going to need Yaya in a big way this year. And I know that he's, the reports are that, that he's not had his fitness up but again, this is a man mountain, and, and, and he's getting older. As long as Yaya and his agent are not outwardly acting out, I don't care if it takes him a bit of time to get his fitness ready. I know he's a professional athlete, and, and he's supposed to come into training camp at weight, but or fit. But how many times does this happen in, 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 in football, in OTAs, or even in fall camp when a lineman comes in overweight, or even when pitchers report and they're overweight? How many times has a manager called out a pitcher or a player for being way too chubby? Pablo Sandoval comes to mind. 
Um, thanks, Dave Dombrowski. Thanks. Um, but, uh, you know, Yaya, it's drifted into the season for him. But what's important to remember here is that he was most effective at the end of last season because he was fresh, they were not, and he is big. And we have to remember that City are only just now starting to get into um, that yeah, who, the, the big runs of games that are never going to end. Because um, they, up until, uh, it's, it's, it's only been a couple of weeks, a week or two, that they have been in the uh, weekend, midweek, weekend, midweek cycle since the Champions League group stage started. So they really haven't had to tap into that squad depth until just now. Um, but that's that's going to be a big factor going forward. Um, back to Mendy, I think we both agree that City need to do something in January. As as as, as solid as Fabian Delph looked in, against Shakhtar Donetsk, yeah. you can't go through this with a one midfielder at left back. Although, no. I, mean, I hope the best. I hope that he turns out to be, you know, one of the a yeah. competent option. I think he can be, honestly, especially if you're not putting him up against, like, I, I fear for him against Eden Hazard. But if you're putting him up against manageable opposition, I think he can do a job, but you have to do something in January. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And you have to give him somebody who's willing to track back and help out. You know, I think to that end, Leroy Sané has really blossomed and emerged in this team both as an option going forward and getting back and picking the ball off of people. He's really active. I mean, commits a lot of fouls trying to go for the ball, but you know what, man? I'd rather have him doing that stuff and, and stopping attacks and, and, and just being defensively active um, because there are some players on this team who aren't necessarily the best defensively. I want to say something, though. Uh, just a side note. Kevin De Bruyne's defense has really improved. Really improved. Pep has turned him into basically a box-to-box player at this point. It, or at least yeah. he's getting there, yeah. Yeah. He's at least a three-quarters player. Like, three-quarters. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe not box-to-box, but Kevin De Bruyne can do a job defensively, and once he springs the attack, like, he's so damn incisive that that it's just the attack's almost over before it even starts because he just puts the through ball onto somebody and just uh, – he's, he's brilliant to watch, man. He and Silva – we I remember when we were questioning if those two were going to be able to play together, and now it's just some of the best football yeah. in the world to watch. Yeah, but. I, I don't think any of us quite imagined, like, the putting them both in central mid-rolls because I don't think we really thought that either of them were cut out for that sort of duty. But sometimes the best – The world surprises you. The, the world's the, – one of the world's most accomplished managers sees things that you don't. Yeah, and Bayern fans are now finding that out. Boy, life is, you know, life is... <laughs> I don't have anything against Carlo Ancelotti, but I, I, I can't. I have to say, seeing all the uh, anybody could win at Bayern, well, yeah. apparently not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Carlo Ancelotti. If if what Pep Guardiola did was back, go take a step back from Heinke's. And, and I don't think it was because Pep Guardiola left. Like, I was I was doing some research on this. Like, 
by the time Bayern Munich lost their second game in his first year, they had already clinched the Bundesliga. Like, think about that for a second. Pep Guardiola became the first and only manager in Bundesliga history to win the damn league in March. In March. Like, you don't win as many games as Pep wins without having, like, look, Pep may buy players, but you have to get them to play together. Like, Carlo Ancelotti, if Pep made some baffling decisions, I don't know what Carlo Ancelotti was doing against PSG. I've got no idea, but this isn't the Bayern Munich podcast. I'm just saying, I, I wanted to bring it up because people had talked about, this was one of those things. It is related I, to Manchester City. It is, it is, it is. So I, I just find it very interesting. I I, I was chuckle, ribbing. Chuckle at Byron is going to be fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I I was <laughs> I was actually talking about this, you know, the day before the PSG game, and and, and I thought maybe Byron would. I didn't know if they were going to fire him like that. Like, like when I, I when I woke yeah, up, I think it was the manner of the defeat as much as the defeat. Itself. Well, here's what I didn't pay attention to. They didn't win a game in preseason. They went 0-5. Also, like, do you believe some of the reports the players are not enamored with him? That's another thing that had struck me. They were like, we're really used to Pep like tell, like giving us these real immense training sessions, and then Carlo Ancelotti comes in, and it's much simpler, and it doesn't stimulate us as much. Yeah. So. I mean... I, I, Ancelotti has what four league titles with the teams that he's managed in the absurd number of years that he he's managed, managed the best Chelsea team of all time. Yeah, by elite Car points anyway. Yeah, Carlo best Ancelotti. Premier league team of all time. Yeah, he he the dude had he won La Decima like I mean, but that was the same year that I think Atletico took the lead that year. Ancelotti is a good post-turmoil manager, but Guardiola did not leave Bayern in turmoil. Yeah. I, I, how I would put it. Yeah, I just, I think Ancelotti hurt his stock a lot at Bayern. I would say so, yes. Like... Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. Getting, getting back to Mindy, yeah. getting back to injury. I, I don't even know what there is to say. It's just it really sucks. Um, yeah. But you know, life goes on, and City, I think, will do something in January. They've certainly stated. You, you don't usually get Guardiola admitting in September that he's looking at January, so I think for him to do that is a pretty good sign that they are going to be active. Yeah, I would think that they'll be active, and, you know, this is also showing you, you know, for all those people who said they didn't need Alexi Sanchez, I think we can we can just move on to why City absolutely needed Alexi Sanchez, why Guardiola wanted Sanchez, because inevitably Sergio Aguero goes down with some injury that takes him out for several months. Can, can we just start by saying that the people who are sitting there being like, what was he doing in Amsterdam? Can go suck one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, he was given a day off. It's not like Amsterdam is a particularly long, it's not like he took a cross continent flight. He, yeah. if you believe some of the reports, he was picking up his son so that his son could see the Chelsea game. So really go, go away with that. He's an adult. You can get in a car accident anywhere. It's, it's absolutely... Not like, it's not like he was out at 3 a.m. with two fistfuls of champagne 
standing in a well, room. Well, it wasn't like he was crashing his car it's drunk not, as hell with his wife like in it. It was a certain former Manchester United turned Everton striker who was driving um, while under the influence. He was or a certain cab. Bayern Munich midfielder who crashed a car with his wife in it. He was in a cab wearing a seatbelt and an accident happened. He holds zero responsibility for this. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we there, still don't know how long he's going to be out. I've seen reports of two months, but I gotta I tell you. I find that to be a bit on the high end. I do too, and I, I want to ask you a question. My understanding of a broken rib is three to six weeks, but go ahead. Let me ask you this question. Do you think that there is a little bit of Sergio Aguero just hasn't been good for Argentina? I mean, he hasn't been, no. No, he hasn't been. Do you think that this is a story that gives both people a way out? I don't know. I, 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 this I is something that came into my mind. I, I get the sense that Argentina is taking this a lot harder than we are. <laughs> or at least a lot like more harshly. Well, I'm... When you say Argentina, do you mean the team or the fans? Well, I, I, it's, uh, the fans mostly. I think okay. If you're asking me, I do think he'll play for Argentina again. I think he'll play for Argentina again. I just think that he, Pep, and Argentina realize that right now he's not going to be able to help them. He hasn't been. Divala gives them a better shot. I've felt that for a while now. He's just a more dynamic striker than, than Higuain or Aguero when he's with Argentina. When Aguero's with Manchester City, he makes Dibola look like nothing. But for whatever reason, when you put him in that put him in that Argentina kit, like I, I, I don't know. He just turns into a different player. It's hard um, playing second fiddle to Lionel Messi, and you have to if you play for Argentina. But it's but it's not though because he's Messi's best friend. This is Messi's genuine best friend. Sure. This is that this, doesn't automatically make them perfect compliments to each other. No, it it doesn't. But Lionel Messi has a skill set that isn't necessarily the same as as Sergio Aguero's and. It's very possible. Like, look, Sergio Aguero can play along Gabriel, play alongside Gabriel Jesus. Well, you know you're telling me he can't was, play along. I was Messi? just thinking that, like, ever since Guardiola has basically trained him to be less of a, a leading light and more of a, 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 you know, a member of a partnership. I honestly, it wouldn't. I, I don't. I think it's too late to rewrite the narrative, but it, it's funny because I think now he's more prime. He, he's more you know, set up, basically. His mentality would be better now for Argentina than it ever would have been before, and he's probably coming towards the end of his Argentina career. That's that's a fair, that's a fair analysis. There's like, a bit of funny irony in there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree, but, but that's why I think, I don't think the problem has been... Aguero with Argentina, though the problem has been Aguero with Argentina. I think there is some amount of national product tends to be funnel it through this guy. 
give it to this guy. You know, like yeah. Ronaldo gets pissy when he doesn't get it. Now, Messi, on the other hand, would rather win. Ronaldo's a give me the ball guy. Messi also wants the ball, but Messi's comfortable playing a role that leads to wins. He really is. I mean, you need to Messi... look at Luis Suarez complimenting him at Barcelona to know that. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, Messi just loves to win, man. And a world raising the World Cup is more important than him scoring the winner. And and to that end, Argentina have just had series of follies. And I was telling my wife, you know, Gonzalo Higuain. I was talking about Aguero this morning. How many trophies is Gonzalo Higuain costly? Yeah, three in a row. Three cup finals in a row. Copa America, World Cup final, Copa America. He is directly responsible for them at least. He he is not directly responsible for the loss, but he missed a wide-open shot in all three of those that would have given Argentina the lead. And one of them was an empty net with Manuel Neuer. Like, he missed a, an empty net in the World Cup final. And then we all know how our Germany won that one in, in basically the most heartbreaking fashion a team can lose. <laughs> but... Aguero's never had this success with, with Argentina, and, and I think it's because people have been, the managers more so are like, give the ball to Messi, give it to Lionel, give it to Lionel. And I don't think if Messi were managing Argentina, he would run the product the same way. But at the same time, he's the kind of guy that wants to win, and on a world stage, he does well in the opening in the group stages and stuff like that. It's when they get to the knockout rounds that that things get tougher, the goals are harder to come by, and Messi just stops appearing. And and I don't know, I just, I felt like for Argentina some time... was skirting time, through the knockouts of that World Cup with a ton of 1-0 wins and added well, time. Well, yeah, but... I remember, that, no, I'm happen. backing your point. It's like, in the knockout rounds, it gets harder and harder and harder. It does. Yeah, it really does. And, and I and you I look think... at, like, Argentina against Switzerland, and you're like, well, that's a mismatch, and then it takes extra time, or, like, the 90th minute to, for Argentina to break through that, so... Yeah, it's just one of those things that I... Hard, basically. Yeah, I look at it and I question if Aguero is getting older, and he is, and, and and I think it's safe to say that his he stands a greater chance of winning major trophies at the club level than he does with Argentina because I don't think Argentina is good enough headed into this particular World Cup. If they were going to win it, they would have won. Yeah, and and so with that said, I felt for some time, and this is the point I'm making about Aguero, that I don't know if he benefits from playing with Argentina. I don't know how much it helps him. I don't know what it does for his career. I don't know if if he... I know he had talked about the idea of retiring from international play, or I saw something about it a little while ago, but when I saw this story, it just felt to me, I'm like, this feels like an out. Like, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I'm just wondering if the accident wasn't less severe and both people are like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and set this one out and we'll go with, you know, a, a, a fractured rib 
and and we'll just say it was a minor fracture and that it he like if Aguero comes back really quickly, I am going to I, I it's something that I may latch on to as a theory. I, I don't think there's a conspiracy here. I mean City Doctor I don't think it's a conspiracy. City, I think City it's done by both sides. City confirmed a fractured rib, I think. Um but if you want my honest opinion, I suspect that he keeps himself available for selection for the World Cup, and then I think that he will retire from international duty after the World Cup. Yeah, I, I, I it's, think it's that... A, it just seems like a natural endpoint. I agree. I just don't think that in these current games that in, in which he was going to play, I don't think he would have necessarily made a major difference. That's why yeah, I'm saying. I, I don't think that the. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's why I feel like this incident, and I know that City confirmed it, but how many times the clubs say, like Tom Brady was in a boot, and they're like, oh yeah, he's questionable. He's questionable. He was not questionable. So yeah, they can confirm a fractured rib, but. That doesn't mean that it was fractured in half and, like, he's going to be out for an extended period of time. Like, I feel like this could be one of those minor injuries in which he probably could play, even if it was only for a shortened amount of time and if he wore protection. But I, I just I, – I don't know. I, it's a conspiracy. It's what it is. I've already laid it out. I, I'm just wondering – it wouldn't necessarily be a conspiracy. I'll wrap it up on this because I think Argentina, Aguero, and City were all okay with it. So that doesn't necessarily make it a conspiracy. It's just everybody getting on the same page and doing what's best for the player. Well, what do you mean when you say City were okay with it? I'm saying I, I, I don't, don't. I don't think City are enthralled with their, one of their key players missing one of their biggest games of their season. No, I I, I don't think that they're necessarily. I. I Look, I just don't know if the injury is as bad as as it's being made out to. And Aguero will miss Chelsea, but I I think that he will be fine overall. I, I think yeah. that he will be back with, with the team sooner rather than later. <laughs> and I'm not convinced that Aguero would have been starting against Chelsea anyways. Oh, I am. I'm not. No doubt in my mind. I'm not. City's best performances this season have come with two strikers. I think. Guardiola yeah, but in order to do two strikers, you you need to be able to play that three-five-two with oh, great effectiveness. And Chelsea are set up as a countering juggernaut. And right now, City are looking at okay, it's either going to be some combination of of Stones, Otamendi, companies out for this one, right? Yes. Okay. Still ruled him out. So that basically means Mandala is in. So now you've got Mandala. He goes with the same 4-3-3 that he did at midweek. Yeah, he could. But if he goes with the 4-3-3, then I don't like Aguero. Well, he played Aguero and Jesus in the 4-3-3 they got at midweek. Yeah, but one of them was a primary striker, and one of them was operating out wide. It was it. Was, they weren't really playing a partnership deal. I, I think in this instance with Chelsea, you're going to want to hit them with speed. So I I I think it will be Sterling and, and Sané and Jesus. And then you'll have 
you know, uh, Otamendi, Stones. I think they'll have Danilo and uh, Kyle Walker. And then they'll just rotate with with playing the 3-5-2 with either Danilo or Kyle Walker playing that third center back, depending on how they're moving the ball around. <clears throat> but I'm not, I wasn't convinced that Aguero would have played against Chelsea. I don't believe he has the best track record against them anyhow. He scored last time. He scored a couple times. He scored several times against Chelsea. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll never know now, obviously, but... Um, let, let's talk about, because this is the, uh, the biggest test of City's title ambition to date here this season. Um, uh, what, what do, because obviously we know that they're going to be without two key, three key players because company is out too. So that's three very important players. What do they need to do to win this in your mind? Oh, man. Oh, so much. Yeah, that's just, I, it's, I mean, Chelsea have gone between looking very good and looking okay this season. They just beat Atletico at Atletico at the last minute. I watched them. They were the better team. It was a, quite the impressive performance. Okay, I take it back. He has a moderate scoring record. Yeah. Um He's got, uh, against Chelsea, he's played, he's had nine appearances, 758 minutes, and uh, has six goals. This was as of, that's Optidata as of November 2016, so there would have been whatever goals he added on that. His best scoring records... Like, if you look at Newcastle, those same nine appearances, he's played 560 minutes, but punched in 11 goals. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's got an okay record against them. Um, I guess I, I, I guess when I look at the squad, I feel like maybe going with a bit of youth against Chelsea is just what the doctor ordered. And then you'll have that experience at the back. Um, so your veteran presence is located in the midfield. Um, and, uh, and, and in the back four, as well as your, your goalie, uh, not that he's a veteran, but it plays like one. And then you have some youth and speed going forward. So, I just I don't know if, if he did play the four three three, that definitely gives City a different look. Um, but I feel like Chelsea are going to play with three at the back. It's a Conte team, and I feel like Guardiola will match up with him. Um, I would expect to see if he can fit them in. I would expect to see Leroy Sané start this game, and I do wonder if this is going to be a place for Bernardo Silva to make an appearance from the start as well, um, given mm. his ability to control possession. And I think in a game like this, that's what that's a sort of thing that he's going to want to do. Yeah, you know what? Bernardo Silva is a guy that um, he's starting Especially to Especially without the second striker even in consideration. Yeah, he's starting to impress. I'm, I really like Bernardo Silva. You can tell that City brought him in to learn from David. I think he's got uh, assists in consecutive appearances now, I think, off the bench. Yeah. 
Because Brahim's going to be in this game, too. Brahim's going to be in the squad, yes. So yes. Um, I, would, I, I, don't, I don't really expect to see him barring something strange, but <clears throat> stranger things have happened. Yeah. Um, all right. We, we've sort of talked about injuries. I, I want to say the same thing that you did, and then we're going to move on from this and sort of take these injuries into account and, and ask if it changes your opinion of Chelsea. So, yeah, I, I do not understand anyone who has used this incident to, to punish Aguero for being out. Um, I know you've said this, but it, it's a day off for a reason. And I, I wonder how many of these idiots saying Aguero shouldn't go out, go out and then go to work the next morning. And, and 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 I'm curious. Like, do you, have you taken a cab when you were out and had to go to work the next morning? If you have, then you're talking out of your ass. So stop. Just stop. It's a day off. He was doing. He's going to a concert or picking up his son. Either one. It doesn't matter. And if another story comes out and Aguero had been doing something stupid, guess what? It's still his day off. And, and, and to the absolute moron that said, get out of my club, get the F off my club, you need to reevaluate your entire life. Like, you just do. I don't know why you would want to boot Aguero <laughs> off your team because he broke a rib in a cab. Like, unless Aguero was beating his wife and, and, and her boyfriend punched Aguero in the stomach and that's how his rib broke, like, this is not, he was not like he was engaged in dangerous, you know, illegal or, or, uh, harming of another person it this is this is going to a concert and and it's i just shake my head at people who, who do stuff like that and say stuff like that about players trying to have a life yeah i think people sometimes believe that they should just be robots completely every like all the athletes that are like that, that when they post pictures of them doing relaxing things in the comments just coming why aren't you practicing it's like yes i am a robot i practice 24 7 for your amusement no it's not that so that's that yeah you said it well so let's let's talk about the game and i think you alluded to do these injuries change i mean yeah i don't see how they can it's, I, I i i i don't think that we were ever expecting many to play anyway so i guess that doesn't really change that much even if he had a minor knee injury i think that mm -hmm. we kind of counted on him not being ready for this one um the aguero one was kind of the, yeah, the jolt I'm, of the not, system. I'm not sure like you said even if he had played and we i, we, I know we obviously disagree on that but even if he had played i don't know that i the thing is, City have enough depth in attack to cover for one game like this. They can they can tinker and make something work for a game without Sergio Aguero. It's not optimal. You'd rather have him available, even if off the bench. But I, I think that there's enough there that they can tinker with this and put out something competent and capable to beat Chelsea. Um, 
for this particular game. So I would say that uh, Aguero absolutely it would be better if you were available, but it also does not make me feel significantly different about this game. <clears throat> That's curious. Which, which, just, speaks, just... which speaks more to City's strength and depth in attack. Overall, yeah, but look at the goals, the goal production. That's yeah. what that's that's what worries me. Look at the goal production Aguero's had this year, and now that's gone. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I and you don't you don't just replace his talent. Like you'll get some of the goals from him, but this is a dude that created like his third goal. In, in his hat trick was was vintage Aguero creating it out of nothing, you know, and with that little spin on the ball just to get it to, to hook around and go in, and and that's that's Aguero, and I don't think Sterling's there yet. Sane, he may be there. <laughs> Sane's starting to turn into a machine, man, and and his goals are on on the exciting side is the best way to put it. Um, especially his opening goal against Palace. Like, gee, Jesus Christ, man. That that thing was just... An... So I get what you're saying about the depth of attack. Um, you may be right that City will go with a more possession-based midfield. Maybe guys like Yaya, Bernardo, Silva, Silva... Um, and, and Kevin De Bruyne, maybe, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, we'll see. Uh, what That's do you, right to me. what yeah. do you think you'll see in the lineup? I, I think, I think, I think he was always going to go for possession. I think that Aguero's absence, whether he would have played or not, it kind of either, even if he wasn't, the decisions made for him, I think we're going to see. An extra possession-minded midfielder, whatever it may be. Um, so I, I think that he's going to try to control the game, and I mean that's at the heart of his philosophy. That's what 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 they do. So I think this is going to be tough. There's no doubt about that, especially since it's away. But I feel much better about this game this year than I did last year. Put it that way. Because even with the injuries, I feel that the team as a whole has a better identity, a better idea of what they're supposed to do, and better quality to do it. Yeah, I agree. <coughs> I don't I, know if they'll win. I don't know. Uh, I might actually, my, my gut tells me draw at this point, but I think they're better equipped to compete in this game than they were last year. I have a gut that Chelsea will win. Um, Conte is a manager that matches up really well with Guardiola has. Um, I think Chelsea are a better team at this stage. I don't. Yeah. I think Stop. that, if anything, they're equal. Mm. They have been playing the best. Chelsea have played some tougher games, but they took they took longer to get going. I guess that's what I look at. I look at Chelsea's schedule and I say they don't have the stunning goal ratio that, that City have, but 
they've played some really tough opponents and and they've won some dirty games. Like the game against Atletico, man, that that was that was a grind and they won it. And and I just put that win above like playing Atletico and winning, becoming the first team to beat them at the Vicente Calderon in I think they're the first English team to ever beat them. Well, it's the new place, so. Yeah, uh, it, but the, the the point is, is Atletico have been a juggernaut at home, and you just don't usually beat them at home, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I mean, and and, and Chelsea did it on the last kick of the game, but they dominated them the entire time. Yeah. I mean, they just dominated Atletico, and it was it was impressive. On the other hand, they lost at home to Burnley, and they couldn't beat Arsenal at home. So, what fair enough. I mean, they they they've just been less consistent this year. I I don't think we can. I mean, if if we get good Chelsea, then yeah, there's going to be trouble. If we get meh Chelsea, then you know, I wouldn't put it past City to just to to come out and really show us something. Honestly, they have been the informed team in England. I know that they're losing two of the key players that made them that, but. You know, I think this is a tricky one to predict for that reason because City are going to be playing without a couple of key players for the first time. We don't know how they'll respond. And Chelsea have been somewhat inconsistent this year. They have played really well and they have played really not well at times. So it's a, it's a hard one to predict, I'd say, for that reason. Yeah, it's it's a really hard one to predict. I just I feel like the Aguero injury is more significant than the Mendy injury. I realize that Mendy over the long term is the more significant injury because you're not going to have that kind of production and it forces you to go back into the transfer market. Your hand is forced. But, but Mendy hasn't scored in ages. I think the guy's only got two or three goals to his entire name. That's not what he's there for, but that's kind of the point I'm, I'm going to go with. Like, he's not putting the ball in the net. Aguero is and at a startling rate right now. But Mendy can whip in a cross for someone else to put in the net. No, he really can, but you know what? So can Danilo. And we've seen Danilo do it and we've seen Kyle Walker do it now. Like, we've seen that Danilo can provide that excitement going forward. He's not Mendy, but he is a quality enough player that you get another skill set. And in my opinion, a good one. I've, I've really enjoyed Danilo since he's been with City. That's subject to change as it is with any player, but I've enjoyed Danilo. And, and I look forward to him getting more opportunities because of these injuries. And I'm excited to see what he can do because I think he's he's on a path to redemption, too. You know, I mean, he didn't want to fail out of Real Madrid, and I'm not sure that he really did. He put in a quality game in the final. You know, he did his part. And it's I, I don't know. I just. I think that Aguero represents the bigger loss. There's more goals there. He's been destroying teams. He's been finding space. He's been creating havoc. He's also been dishing off to Jesus, playing feeder with some incredible balls, um, and, and, and to Roz as well. So he's been a facilitator and a scorer. I just 
the city don't have that. This is where Alexi Sanchez would be missed. Like, if they had Sanchez, this is where you'd plop him in and you're like, all right, we're good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm still going to go with the draw. I just, I have a feeling. No David Luiz for Chelsea, by the way. Hmm. For better or worse. Suspended. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Chelsea have Murata in very good form as well. That's another thing to watch. They're going to have to find a way to deal with him. But I'm sticking with a draw. It's just a feeling I have. I think these two teams are very evenly matched right now. I agree. I agree. And I would take I, a draw. Yeah, no, I'm Chelsea. Fine. I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm fine with a draw. I think it's just going to be a late Chelsea winner. No, I just, fair. I have that. And, but, but similarly, I think City can kick them on the bounce. You know, like, I, I, I really truly do. I think that for better or for worse, we're talking about the two best teams in the Premier League here. Like, I know Manchester United are, are on a tear, but we'll see. We'll see. Pogba's out until at least November. They were on a tear more early in the season than they have been the last couple of games. Yeah, I mean, they've been scoring, but they've yeah, been... They, 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 got, they got held to a draw, and then they beat Southampton 1-0 away, which is, you know, it's a good enough result, but it wasn't the domination that they had. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's going to be interesting, and I think it's going to tell us a lot about both teams, although I wish we could see City at full strength play this game, because that would tell us a lot, but... Yeah, it was that's not meant to be. No, and and it sucks. I, all right, so I guess this begs the question. You mentioned Pep going into the transfer market. What do you think happens? I mean, I don't know who the left back will be, but I think they sign a left back. And if they can get Alexis, I think they'll get him, but I don't know if that will happen. Well, by that point, Arsenal's got to know he's got six months winding yeah, down, and he's they not have signing. No so if City come in with with money, I don't I don't think that they can they can do much to stop that. But so I think I think I think City might actually have a pretty active January, but that's a ways away. So I don't really. Yeah. I feel like they'll go after Alexis, but Arsenal may say we're going to ride out the season with him. You're already going to get him, so. We're just going to hold off on him as hum as long as humanly possible. The fans were pissed about it. They wanted some money. They don't want to lose him on a free. Yeah. So I still think the Alexi thing happens. Um, I just don't know when. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, maybe Grimaldo? Maybe. I don't, I don't know enough about the names to even say, so I'll just stick with my vagueness. It'll be it, – Grimaldo, is, it will be interesting because I believe he's at Bonfica, and I'm not sure how they're doing in the Champions League. So he well, would I be cup – Yeah, he'd be cup-tied, so that's – Yeah, he'd be cup-tied. So it doesn't really help him for Champions League, but so be it. I don't know. Um, anything to finish us off here? Um – no, not really. I mean, uh, I I don't know. Have you have you played the new FIFA, the new I Alex? Have not. I have not. I 
have not done anything. I've been do- I've been moving. I have not bought yeah, anything. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I didn't think so. It was worth an ask. I, I bought it. It's 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 interesting. I'm just preparing for the inevitable tonight when when USC and Washington State play. So you know, <clears throat> a point yeah. of viewing. Uh, yeah, l- literally for me. I will no. I'm watching. I will be there for it. Oh. Provided Comcast gets my cable fixed in time. Provided that game is worth watching. Oh man, I'm just I'm all kinds of nervous about that game. This is like this is a very nerve wracking weekend for me, and it starts on Friday. Yeah. So I will get FIFA at some point, and I will update the masses when I. I just don't know what it will be. That's fair. That's fair. So. Yeah. Um. I'm sure we'll we'll figure out some way shape or form to recap chelsea um since it is a big game we will want to do that so we'll talk to you again after the weekend at some point some permutation of the three of us um and until then for josh i'm gray you can follow us on twitter at america citizens you can subscribe to us on itunes just search the name and as ever we are sponsored by black talk radio so For Josh, I'm Gray. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game.